0: If you know me at all, you know that death is my bread uh-huh. and danger my butter. Oh, no, oh, danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my uh, bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my, death and danger are my various breads and, and uh, various butters. Uh-huh. Right? Can I uh, just, can I say what we're all thinking? (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) I already told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will we finally accept that storage Uh and porridge Uh rhyme with orange?
1: (laughs) Why did you think that I I knew what you were talking about?
0: I just thought it was the obvious topic. Oh. Weren't uh, Weren't you just thinking about that too?
1: Wait, are you wait? Do you pronounce it storage and orange?
0: No, but this is my point, though. Okay. Do you believe that words that rhyme are words that end with the same letters? Is that your understanding of language? Uh,
2: I assume that words that rhyme are words that end with the same sound.
0: Mm -hmm. So storage, Mm -hmm. orange. No, no, no. See,
2: there's a letter there that's changing. The how you end. Play. The end is. I, really I it. would
0: like you, you. I would like one of the two of you to go through the repository of of rappers. Of, of all, oh, and the, start to decode for me rhyming schemes. Okay, no,
2: let's let's let's, let's just be, pick let's, this apart. Let's be clear: when a MC uh, with skill and with insight mm-hmm. changes the pronunciation of a word, which they even know doesn't quite fit. But yeah. they kind of know you know they assume you know that and mm-hmm. it just works for the line. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's a fun thing. It can be fun, but orange in a literal sense does not
0: rhyme. You don't think uh, a hip hop artist of, of talent could use porridge and orange? I'm,
2: I'm first not of sure. all, who's talking about porridge in the first yeah, place? Yeah, yeah. What Let's context is that? Why we're talking about porridge? Yeah.
1: If
0: just, I could, if I, that's I, why if I, I could an... freestyle, I would, I would. Listen, by the way, storage. Yeah. Storage and porridge aren't spelled the same, and yeah. they rhyme.
1: Yeah, no, but they, 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 have they don't have to be G. spelled the well, same. Each of these phonetic. words, first all three first of these all, words have ge
2: at the end. First of all, all three end in G-E. Let's let's clarify something here. Fridge. What? Storage. <laughs> the N is a consonant sound, so that's a different issue there. Two, you're talking also about a pronunciation issue. Some people would not say storage the same as porridge. Some people would highlight storage. the A. Storage. Not at that extreme rage. Oh my god! Who?
0: Give me an alternative pronunciation of storage. S-sto- storage. <laughs> storage. No, you're, you had one chance at a counterexample. Storage. It didn't work. Therefore, I'm right. No, no, I think oh, I think I here. I do
1: think storage and porridge rhyme, but I, but I think orange is different.
0: Just well, say all get... three in a row. Stay, say all three in a row. Storage, storage. porridge, orange. You're are in storage. <laughs> you're obviously, trying. porridge. Orange. <laughs> how, when you say the word orange, you're thinking. Orange. How can I? You you just said orange. <laughs> orange. I said orange. Orange juice.
1: I actually people say orange juice. Orange, ju- when orange ha- when juice when they have when uh, they have when they have congestion. Orange porridge this is not going the yeah, direction go. I wanted.
2: It. it specifically bothers me. The can we restart orange thing? That yeah. one for some reason really bums me out. Well, it's Terrible. Just, just
1: screw porridge and stick with storage. <laughs> well, no, but storage and porridge are essentially the same in this in this argument.
0: This is just intentionally combative that's not the uh i think it's fine
1: i think it's fine too i don't think i don't think liam and i are arguing that it's not fine this whole conceit that nothing rhymes with orange we're past it no no i think we're, we're past it we're not agreeing with that there's no agreement on that there's some agreement there's well there's you agreeing on it, <laughs> it with yourself one yeah i a... don't think
2: you start a movement okay jesus this is literally the worst pre-show banter you've ever had Ugh
0: it was we only did. supposed to be like a one comment and you guys were, <laughs> I just we had were one to comment to you. make you. I had one ten second comment we, to make we
1: were supposed to say you know what Ben you you really got this down you, you're right that's our bet
0: alright we got the tape we needed that's read, all gonna end up <laughs> is ten seconds seven shining
1: Wait, can we we just pause this nonsense so I can introduce our guest? (laughs) This is episode 97 of Various Breads and Butters. With me as always is Ben Brickhouse Cohen. I'm Simon Portmantona. Our summer team producer is Liam Perdiam O'Donnell over there. And in the studio, a very special guest sitting right across from me is Amy Geisinger. Amy, how are you doing?
3: Good. Thanks for having me here today. No problem.
1: Hi,
0: Amy. You're going to save this. Yeah, you definitely will. This has been terrible so far. It's probably just going to start right here. We'll cut off all that other stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that That would be a good call. I think that makes sense. Where's uh, Amy from? What department? Oh, yeah. Uh, The Department of Economics at Lafayette College. Okay, so you just finished your first year of of economics. Yes. And where were were you coming from before this?
3: Uh, George Washington University in D.C. Our Fair
1: City. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're a big fan of D.C. I am. Yeah,
3: you, I like how it. long did you live there for? Over, well, maybe close to 10 years.
1: That's a, that's a while. In, in this sort of similar place or were you just all over
0: the, the city?
3: Uh, similar place. Yeah. I stayed mostly in Northern Virginia for the whole time.
0: Oh, that's cool. Is this a setup to ask about pandas? Uh, no, but, but go do ahead. Do you have a relationship with the pandas? How do you feel about the pandas?
3: I do like the pandas. Everyone likes the pandas. Wait,
0: for those of us that don't know about the pandas, what what is it? They do? have pandas at the zoo. Oh, okay.
3: There are not a lot of zoos in the North America that have pandas. Okay. They're all on loan from China because China owns all the pandas. Oh. They you have th- a monopoly on pandas.
0: I do. You can thank Nixon. Oh, yeah. Not for the monopoly, but for
1: getting the pandas. Oh, good for Nixon. Thank right? you, Nixon. That sounds right. Um, now, you did not grow up in
0: Washington, D.C.
3: No, I did not.
1: You grew up on the West Coast. Yes, I did. Where on the West Coast? San Jose, California.
0: There you go. Are you? I can't tell if you're asking this because you don't know or you just have a vague idea.
1: No, I do know. I do know. I do, I do research, Ben.
0: So Amy, you grew up on the West Coast. Yes. Where was that?
3: San Jose, California. San Jose.
0: Hmm, good the, one. In the Valley. It's a top 10 city in population now. It's bigger than San Francisco. Okay. I recently learned that.
1: What why, why did you recently learn about San Jose?
0: Because uh, I think we were, uh, with my kids, for some reason, we were going through like the top 10 biggest cities and somehow I noticed I didn't realize San Jose was that large. Hmm, interesting. Did At- you know
3: that? No, I didn't. Huh.
0: How long did you stay there?
3: I was born in Mountain View, stayed there till I was 18.
1: And then you went all the way across the country? Yes. For undergraduate? Yes. Mm -hmm.
3: To Boston University.
1: I know from talking to you that you were not exactly prepared to go from San Jose to Boston?
3: I was not. um, My mother is from Hawaii, so... And my dad is from San Diego, so Mm. they did not teach me about snow. And so I went to Boston with my windbreaker, thinking that was (laughs) my winter jacket for the year.
1: There is some wind there, though.
3: Yeah.
0: Technically, so...
3: And, you know, I thought if it got really cold, I could put my sweatshirt underneath, and that was, like, the warmest, like, I needed. Was Um, it just
0: a lack of perception of what cold meant?
3: I, like, you you never check the weather when the weather doesn't change. so.
0: But you'd seen pictures of Boston before. Like you've yeah. seen snow, or like people holding their coats and there's a lot of movies where it's cold. Yeah. It looks I, really cold.
3: But you know, movies are very dramatic, right? Like I, I thought they were doing that for the movie. Like that's like acting of when it's cold and sure. snow. I didn't think that's what people actually did.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So my first winner, um, I you think- didn't lose a toe, did you? No, I, I'm pretty sure I almost died. But luckily I had a good group of friends who uh, I like asked him in September, I'm like, guys, it's getting really cold, right? This is unusual. I was like, I'm already wearing like all my winter stuff. And my friend stops and looks at me, she goes, you have a sweatshirt and a windbreaker on. I was like, yeah, this is like all my winter stuff. (laughs) And she's like, wear your gloves and hat and scarf. And I was like, you know, I just feel like I'm not into accessories. People lose those things. And right away she's like, all right, we are getting a group of friends. We're like, who has a extra winter coat? What Amy borrow that? Who wow. has an extra hat? Did
0: they get you mittens with the string so it would go through your jacket?
3: No, they didn't do that. But they did teach me the difference in gloves and mittens because I use them interchangeably, and apparently uh, that's wrong. Wow. Yeah, this I was that quite kid. Quite a
1: culture shock.
3: And then they uh, had to, they had to take me to find, get shoes to walk mm-hmm. in the snow because all I had was you know my like, tennis jellies. Like <laughs> yeah. Do people wear
2: jellies anymore? Is that still a thing? What's a jelly? No, you don't know the.
3: I think they're coming back as are they like, like a squishy
2: back? plastic sandal thing. Yeah.
1: Mm. Okay. Didn't know. You survived? I did survive. You didn't get scurvy or anything? No, no. I had to
3: learn about frostbite, though. Wow. I didn't get frostbite, but I...
1: <laughs> I had to learn the hard way about frostbite. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't okay. Google it in the morning when it's like frostbite warning. I'm like, huh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. I'm going to Google that right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But you survived? Yes. Simon's from Canada, so he's used to it. We already established that that's not how anything works. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure it's really hard. You can't skate to work every day. So, I, would like I mean, that's to. a huge difference from here like in to. Canada. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now speaking of skating, you do skate.
3: Yes. You've played hockey
0: before. Yes. In San Jose or when you got to Boston?
3: Both. Were you never
0: cold when you were skating in San Jose?
3: (laughs) Well, it was like a relief, right? Like you Oh it's really hot outside and it's it's like like, where should we go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the ice skating rink. So the shark started when I was like, so they kind of always been there for yeah. me um, and my parents would take me to a lot of games
0: mm-hmm. I like how that sounded like emotional support Yeah, they've always been there for you
3: yeah they have well I guess I've been there for them I mean mm-hmm. let's be honest yeah. Yeah. But, um,
0: you pretty much carried the team <laughs>
3: yeah I mean it's been rough um, and when
0: there were no skates they carried you <laughs> I kind of like that good reference <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible
3: but yeah, so that was a big motivating factor, mm-hmm. and I uh, got more rinks in the area, although there were quite a few rinks before. Okay. Um,
2: Did you play
1: when you went to Boston at all?
3: Uh, yeah, they had a club team, and then I was a walk-on for the Division One team.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, well, well, well. When you played hockey, were you an enforcer?
3: Actually, yes. Oh, um yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Best case scenario. Yeah.
3: So so I played hockey in California, and there weren't women's teams there, so I had to just play with the men, mm. and the men have full checking. Re- really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So the women's team does not, uh-huh. um, and I had a hard time interpreting what those rules were. <laughs> so I thought that if you had the puck the, at all, then I can hit you, and that was fair game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a wrong interpretation That's of the sure. rule. That's sure. not true. And no. No. So my first shift out there, I like just like nailed somebody and got the wind knocked out of her. They had a you know get the nurses station over and paddles, they yeah. they need paddles no okay, they didn't not that but bad. they had to okay. like you know check she was fine but um <laughs> gosh
2: she I didn't go the it. first time you got in a fight on the ice
3: i've only gotten five minutes for fighting once and i didn't even throw a punch and so i was very um did you throw a stick? No. You no, elbow. You can't
1: throw sticks.
3: No, the person like dropped their gloves and came after me, and so I I, I tied her up and nicely handed her over to the ref, and oh. I got five minutes for fighting. We need her as side well, of the story. Yeah. if
1: you're out there and you got in a fight with Amy Geisinger, give us an email at, <laughs> <there's> <laughs> at gmail.com and tell us your side of the or story, or tweet us at some or, later date. Sure. Now, have you ever been hurt on on the ice playing?
3: No, I sprained an MCL before mm. uh, while playing, yeah. um, but that was fine, and I got like. A concussion once, <laughs> but I mean, like they didn't Let's give
1: just me. Let's keep on. Let's keep on. out. Yeah. and but, also I broke my. leg But like I didn't break oh, any I bones. My shoulder I have all my time.
3: teeth. I mean, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. And spraining your MCL, that's like, oh, take it easy for a week mm-hmm. and then get back to playing. And
0: I thought and, you were going to ask about economics. Oh yeah, so, so what? I, yeah. <laughs>
2: The stereotype of the Canadian in the room getting really stoked to talk about hockey is just, right. it was too juicy not to let it go. Huh?
0: I couldn't break in. Thanks, I appreciate that. So Amy, you're an economist. Yes. How does that relate to hockey? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. people have different interests. Yeah. How was your time at the Federal Reserve Bank in St. Louis?
3: That was super fun. You guys are doing your research here.
0: What does it mean to work in a Federal Reserve Bank?
3: So, Because you
0: know my image of it is that there's like a big marble front column bank like from the 70s? We watched Die Hard with the Vengeance. And that you're like sitting at a desk back in the corner. Mm-hmm.
3: That's kind of how it is. So there's all the security to mm-hmm. go in. They have to fingerprint me. And I get to go is in. It... You know, I have to be escorted all the time. They give me a little badge, which is pretty fun. They give me a desk and I get to sit there and work.
0: You on... just like run numbers? Yeah.
3: They have a lot of research economists that do cutting edge research on, you know, kind of what's happening. And they also do policy work as well. And...
0: That lets you, Simon, ask, what
1: kind of research do you do? Wait, pause. So what kind of research do you do?
3: That's a good question. Thank you. I
0: appreciate that. I came up with it.
3: I was trying to explain it to my husband, and he was like, this is super boring. Everyone's not going to listen to this. That's not true at all.
0: You're our second economist, and the first economist, it was a smash hit. Yeah, so you got a lot to live up to. If you feel like you're losing
2: us, just say hockey, and yeah. we'll just come back
3: alive. So my research focuses on time series analysis. I'm very interested in business cycles, so recessions and expansions, right? That's that's, that's interesting. It's like
0: waves. It just yeah. goes up and down. No. you got to get Keynesian on this. What? Don't just let those waves happen naturally. you got to inject some income
3: that's you know some of the reasons right like can we control that can we predict it can we predict it no right so there's a lot of work that can be done there Mm -hmm. Um, i just
0: watched the big short again and that guy predicted it
3: right and how many other recessions did you predict before that one well well, i haven't seen any
0: other movies about it oh there'll
1: be a sequel or a prequel
0: maybe
3: my interesting thing that i like to do is i'm a macroeconomist What I like to do is look at disaggregated data. So even for the macroeconomy, we look at national level data, but I look at slightly disaggregated maybe by states, maybe by different demographic groups and see how that can explain business cycles better.
1: Mm. We talk about this in statistics where you can have a mean of something, but if the mean is from a bimodal distribution, then you're not actually seeing anything that's not actually real. So by
0: disaggregating it, you're, is that, is that correct? Yep.
3: That's exactly what I like to do.
0: Liam, do you want to say something smart sounding? We can all go around the room. No, I have nothing.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now, what kind of interesting things have you found by disaggregating the data?
3: One thing I found is uh, men and women have different business cycle dynamics.
0: Mm. Oh, that's cool.
3: Yeah. So um, if you look at the unemployment data, men's unemployment tends to be more uh, cyclical. So, kind of like more, we can think about that as like short-term unemployment or cyclical unemployment. Mm-hmm. Whereas for women, they seem to adjust more in the permanent component, so they get unemployed and they're maybe unemployed for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we usually think about that as more structural unemployment.
0: Okay. So, what range of years is this? Like over a fifty-year span, a ten-year span? Like how do so you? So we don't
3: really look at the year. So that's kind. Of, it's just trying to like group unemployment into kind of different ways, statistically speaking. Okay.
0: How does this change after like the entrance of women into the workforce at at great degrees in like the 70s and the 80s?
3: Right. So that's exactly what my paper is looking at and saying how women entering the workforce actually explains this sluggish labor market recovery we've had in the last three recessions, Mm -hmm. which they call its jobless recovery. So that could be because women are entering in in greater numbers and that their employment dynamics are very different from men.
0: So you look into this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So somebody's Pe- people, looking into this. People try to do People this. are working on this. Yeah. How did you get interested in this? Like, why do you look at this?
3: That's a great question. You know, I always liked economics, and I was applying for grad school during the Great Recession. So, you know, it was really interesting in this unemployment, and why can we not predict recessions? And I never and took the big a time. Big Short didn't
0: come out for several years. Yes. So we couldn't yeah, have known.
3: Couldn't have known. With all the answers in mm-hmm. a, a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. I went to grad school, and I took my first time series class, and it was like, this is it. This is like how I see the world. And someone just explained it to me. And I really want to do my time series homework. Yeah. So it happened almost instantaneously.
0: This was as an undergrad?
3: This was in grad school. In grad
0: school. What drove you to go to grad school? Just you knew in general you wanted to study e- economics, get a doctorate in economics?
3: Yeah. So I was um, I was working at a nonprofit for a while in D.C. Um, and I knew I wanted to go back to grad school and I really liked economics. So I thought I would um, do that. And I was really interested in education policy. How
0: did you go to D.C. to work at that nonprofit from BU?
3: Um, no. I spent a year in Japan in between there.
0: Oh, you're just going to skip that? Yeah. yeah we are going to talk about that. Oh. All right. We'll get back to that. Okay. Because um, you were in Japan recently,
3: too. Yes, I was.
0: Someone's so, got an Simon Instagram. Told me. <laughs> yeah.
3: um,
1: now, okay, so a year in Japan.
3: So after undergrad, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I was a Japanese minor in undergrad. So I decided I will go and teach English in Japan.
1: That sounded like that you were a person who went under the earth and got minerals um, with the pickaxe. <laughs> and you happen to be of Japanese origin. But you actually minored in Japanese studies. Yes, but I like to say I was a Japanese minor. <laughs>
0: I like I just like the sound of that for some reason. I don't know why. How are your Japanese language skills? N-
3: not so good anymore. So that's what I found out when I went back. Oh, okay. Um, it went really- When you went back recently. Yes. Okay. So I went back this summer uh, for a conference and then stayed a little bit longer. Um, Economics conference? Yes.
0: Was it ec- macroeconomics about time series disaggregated data?
3: Yes. Yes. I was doing a state level paper. It Very was really specific. fun. Yeah. yeah. What
0: does that mean? State level?
3: So I was looking at state level data, so oh, okay. U.S. states.
0: And what
1: was your what was your impression when you first got there? Um, you know, in Japan, it's a very different place than here.
3: Yeah, it, it is very different. <laughs> it's a st-
1: startling observation. Well, there you go. Now, what kind of things did you find that were different? We'll get more specific.
3: So um, I had very little culture shock going there, mm-hmm. which I think is funny, yeah. maybe because I was really prepared. But the culture shock when I came back to oh. the states was really intense. Explain. So I think that's a good way to compare. So when I got back to the States, um, I I completely got used to the no crime. Mm. So, you know, if I went to a coffee shop, I'd put my purse down and then walk up to order my coffee. And that's not a good thing to do. Probably not. Um, Also, they don't do cereal. There, like, I realized, like, I didn't realize how much I miss cereal and pizza yeah. and tacos. Do
0: they have identifiable breakfast foods?
3: They eat a lot of yogurt and like a traditional Japanese breakfast is like leftover fish and rice.
0: Mm. Yeah, this adds on to was that the last episode?
2: No, it was a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, i was real concerned about breakfast food as a category.
2: It's not separate. There's no such thing. It's not an ontologically different kind of food. Okay, we can keep going. Sorry. I think
0: I think we figured that out. Can I ask the same thing uh, or do you have a follow- I
1: will, I did you um and maybe we've talked about this, but um the fast food places where you order noodles from a robot and then it gives you the noodles? Yes. That was or no, the the human gives you the noodles have after you, you order Japan? them from the robot. Yes. But robot noodles, right? I mean...
3: The human still cooks them, though.
1: That's true. That's true. It's not, it's not all robot. They're not totally automated noodles? Not quite yet. But they're no. But they're good soba noodles. Just when you think you might be in the future. Not yet. Sorry, you had, you had a question about not robot noodles.
0: No. And I wasn't even going to go on a sideline about people who say robot. Robot. We're going to skip that entirely. <laughs> okay. How... Uh, your first impressions question, I, I was thinking of Lafayette. You've been here a year. And yes. I guess I have the same question about arriving in Easton or arriving at Lafayette first impressions like what do you what do you think the college what do you think of the place how's it going
3: good so the first day I moved here was the day after my birthday and it was like super hot and humid and so the first my first impression is why does not everything have air conditioning Mm -hmm. coming from California yeah yeah um but yeah people are really nice here
1: have you been on other podcasts
3: yes well I mean a radio show
1: no I mean besides like oh you have been yes On remix? Remix tape. Yes.
0: Okay. So people are super nice. They have you on the podcast. They have you on the radio shows.
3: Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we don't often get that feedback that people are super nice. That's good to hear.
1: That is is good to hear.
0: Uh, When in this uh, path, in this journey, you didn't call it the journey questions. Uh Journey. Uh, When in this journey were you in St. Louis?
3: So I go there for like a week. Oh, you still do it? Yeah. I still go every once in a while.
0: Oh, it's a
1: consistent thing. Yeah. So, what is it about St. Is that where the federal? Wait, what is in St. Louis specifically?
3: So, there's a regional Federal Reserve Bank there, okay. um, and I have a co-author there. Oh, okay. So that's you know, it brings me there. So we work on a couple of papers.
1: How many? How many Federal Reserve banks
0: are there in the country?
3: Uh, Twelve. Oh, okay. Plus the head, which is in D.C.
0: Okay. Did you hang out there too?
3: I did get to hang out there a couple of times. I got to sit in Ben Bernanke's chair. No way. Um, he wasn't it? there.
0: No, it's <laughs> usually probably good. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: No, I didn't get to meet him. I was actually really upset. Pretty much everyone else, GW is located right next to the Federal Reserve Bank. Mm. Pretty much everyone else has seen Janet Yellen and Ben Bernanke at like Whole Foods getting lunch. Yeah. And I never did. I was really upset. Yeah.
0: That's, like,
1: that's like Renan seeing faculty at Whole at The exact minutes. same thing. It's just about the same thing. Seeing the
0: yes. Treasury Secretary yeah, of one. the United States of America. It's the same as seeing a faculty member at the grocery store. There's Treasury the Secretary separate. An he's a,
3: he's further in D.C.
0: At what point did you know that you were going to start to apply and wanted to be a professor?
3: So I think after I taught my second class because that first class always goes really bad.
1: Everybody everybody has a problem their first their first time. What were the kind of things that were problematic for
3: you? The first day of class, the door was locked and no one could unlock it. And it was still the only day that it was ever locked. I, I don't know what happened. Nobody had a key to this room. Wow. And it was being like, no, guys, I'm really your professor. Trust me. I can I can handle this. Yeah.
1: Did you teach them in the hallway?
3: I yeah. commandeered another room until someone kicked me out of that. Nice. And then I was like, all right, well, I guess the last 15 minutes, you can read the last of chapter one on your own.
0: Guerrilla teaching. Yeah. It seems very cinematic. Yeah. You didn't, was there pushback? Like when the person tried to kick you out, you're like, no, I am teaching here.
3: No, he, he kind of like came in and was like, he was really nice. He, he thought like it was a scheduling issue. He's mm. like, oh, I'm scheduled for this room right now. And I'm like, for right now? And he's like, yeah. And I, he's like, are you scheduled here too? And I didn't answer. I was like, all right, we're done. He's <laughs> like, what is going on in here? Nice.
0: <laughs> Do you want to ask about music?
1: Yeah, I would like to
0: ask about music. Are you prepared for the music question? I am. Oh, good. Okay. Was still? I'm still allowed to say that it's, is it three questions what were we arguing that it's three questions or one question we have a question favorite music at age 10 age 20 and age 30 I forget what side of the argument I was on <laughs> yeah, cuz yeah you were just being I think it's a single question with three parts I don't I'm still not sure why that's not what's what loss is there to say it's three questions I think I think it, I think it pads pads things
1: unnecessarily it's I, like you know
0: but I think just outline wise you can't have a in an outline You don't have a uh, an A unless there's a B. Like you don't do one A, two A. It has to be one A, B, two. And so I don't want to have one A, B, C. On your CV, do you say I have a book or do you say I have twelve chapters? That's not a good analogy at all. That's a fantastic analogy. I don't have twelve chapters. It's only six. (laughs) 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 That's why it's a bad analogy. Speaking of six, this is all getting cut. What music did you listen
1: to when you were ten years old?
3: um so let's see so 10 you know you're really influenced by your parents Mm -hmm. so it was pretty much like simon and garfunkel Mm -hmm. fleetwood mac and boston wow yeah pretty cool kid is that what led you to be you (laughs) uh that's what my dad likes to joke he's like i should have played something more local
0: i think the boston guy went to mit did he yeah the head uh the head guitarist or the the lead singer boston
3: wow the band should have been named cambridge then yeah
1: now any particular songs you like from them
3: uh, for Boston, More Than a Feeling. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac, they all kind of blend into one because it was just, you know, put in the CD and press play. Yeah, but play. so
0: what was your favorite of all these?
3: The favorite, I guess I would have to say Simon and Garfunkel was my favorite. That was my first CD I ever owned. Mm.
0: Now, like Live in Central Park or just one of their... Um, Bridge studios? Over
3: Troubled Water. Good yeah. album.
0: Good album. All right. And we're going to assume this changed when you were 20, when you actually were in Boston. Yes. Yeah, so then the I U. stopped
3: listening to Boston <laughs> yeah. like anyone would.
0: That's yeah. You don't want to look weird. like a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> At 20, you're an undergrad, you're at BU. What kind of music is uh, is top of the list?
3: This is kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I was listening to, let's see, da- Dashboard Confessional, Linkin Park, and Jack Johnson were probably like the three mm. biggest that would play a lot.
1: Surfer music, very different than, or no, beach music, very
3: different
0: yeah. than the other two.
3: Yeah, I had to still keep my California yeah, vibe. I around. think Jessica sure.
0: brought up uh, Dashboard Confessional. Jack Johnson, did you play, uh, I, I think friends and I used to play the Can You Tell which Jack Johnson song it is since they're entirely indistinguishable?
3: Mm-hmm. No, we never played that game because I think I was the only one to listen to it. So people would be like, oh, that's just the Jack Johnson song.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a talented artist where I think all his songs sound the same. That's okay. Same, hey, sound, you know, same, same sounding if you song. you like that sound. Yeah. <laughs> so of those three, would you rank one of them, like what was the, your favorite
3: can't rank them. You know, it's like before like a hockey game, right? Then you listen to Linkin Park. You don't listen to Jack Johnson for a hockey he game. You listen to the
2: Tragically Hit before a hockey game. <laughs> Linkin Park. No. You, could, you, could, you could listen to Dashboard, though, and just work out all your angst on the, on yeah. the ice. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're, that could... you're skating around like, your hair is... <laughs> just getting real worked up about it. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Can you keep going with that? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it is Screaming Infidelities, in case anyone's wondering.
0: Got it. Okay. Got it. That's second wave.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Did I ever tell, tell you guys I know that guy? What guy? I know that guy. Who? Chris but The dashboard is a dude. It's a dude. It's doesn't, not like a band. It's doesn't. like a, a
0: guy. Oh, I never heard of him until Jessica brought them up.
2: I was always confused because he has half sleeves, mm-hmm. but his half sleeves are his forearms. Like if you get half a sleeve of tattoos, I, I really tend to do the upper arm. <laughs> I'm wearing half sleeves and he right has now. he always well, I think he has more now, but at the time he had half sleeve forearms, and I was like, why do you start with the forearms? I don't know.
1: Uh, now thirty, where were we, where were you when you were thirty? Just
3: uh, uh, D C. You were in D C. when you yes. were thirty. Okay. Um, I would say that I started listening to more podcasts and audiobooks and kind of stopped listening to music at so. all. Yeah, it's like my... sound
1: of music. Like all the kids weren't, were prohibited from listening to music until Maria brought it back to them.
3: I'm not prohibited. I have the access to listen to music. You at prohibited any time. yourself.
0: You can she, you imagine when we're doing the show like in 25 years we can start to ask people what podcast did you listen to when you were 10? That's right. When you were 20 and when you were 30. Write that someone write that down yeah. So right. remember 20. There're
2: still ago. lots of people who don't listen to podcasts though.
0: No. no. I know it's it's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> we have to ask what are the top, what's top of that list? We can yeah, just slap out. What are the podcasts that yeah, you listen know, to? Present company excluded. Yes. Obviously. After, you Obviously. After VBB. Yes. Yeah. Then. Yes.
3: So for my econ podcast, I listen to Freakonomics. Of course. Because that's a good one. Um, Planet Money. Invisibilia is a good one. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I forgot to ask in the last episode, but I'll try to sneak it in. I also (laughs) want to ask the movie question. Oh, yeah.
3: What's the movie question? The movie question
0: is, what was your first favorite movie and what is your all-time favorite movie? Ooh. First favorite, most favorite
3: okay so let's see my first favorite movie so it'd probably be tied between two Mm -hmm. you know the cassette tapes broke so i think that's how you know when it was like your favorite it's it's
1: also an oldie that was on yeah vcr
3: so one was annie Mm -hmm. you know the old one
1: 1982 yeah sure okay
3: and then the other one was about the
0: reboot no i don't think you are probably no no (laughs) i
3: actually haven't seen that one i really should um and the other one was Flower Drum Song, which Flower is drum song. a weird one. I've heard, I've heard of that. But I don't even know what that is. Yeah,
1: tell, tell us about it a little bit.
3: Um, so I think it was a uh, musical, um, and it takes place, I think, in San Francisco. And it's about an Asian-American family kind of following them as their oldest son is you know, getting married.
0: Does it hold up? Is it a good movie?
3: No, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> oh, On Doug Lowe's Movies, he started asking his guests, what's the best movie I've never seen? And so I was thinking maybe that would be on that list, but I guess not. This is Flower Drum Songs from 1961.
3: Yeah, it's a pretty old one. Okay, it's pretty old. Yeah.
0: Rodgers and Hammerstein.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
0: All right. I got it. So are you able to answer the what's your most favorite movie? To set up the question, that's not the same as saying what's the best movie there is. Like people can have a favorite movie for various reasons. That's a way to say that Liam won't judge you for whatever choice you make.
3: So I guess I would have to say then my favorite movie is Finding Nemo. That's the one I always put on my iPad in case there's nothing good on an airplane. See,
1: that's, see there you go. That's like, an interesting way. Like, like I can always watch that I, yes. right.
3: on my
0: iPad. That's a good favorite movie. This is the part where Burt Kreischer can turn off the show. Uh-huh. Jen will appreciate that.
1: And what is that?
0: It's on Douglas Movies. When he starts a quiz, he,
2: let the games good.
0: I can't do the voice <laughs> like he does it. Yeah. Yeah, he tries to do... Uh, the Bane. Yeah. He played Bane
2: in, in Lego Batman. That's weird. Okay. Let the games begin.
0: I meant to ask you before. We're not going to do the... Are you more American than a Canadian? No, is I don't, don't think so. All right. Are we doing
3: he, the Canadian or dead again? So, that, that was a fun great. one too. That was a good it one. It really that's,
0: is. A, that's a an favorite. All-star. All yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this is real or not. And these are uh, facts about George Washington. Real or not. Ooh. Mm. George Washington. This is, this is in some ways, are you more American than a Canadian? I guess that's true. Yeah. Oh, man. Real Just or not, soundtrack. George Washington famously crossed the Delaware River during the Revolutionary War. We actually live on the Delaware River right here. That's true. That's true. He says true. 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 It's true. All where, right. Where did he cross it? It was, it was down by Trenton. That was for the Battle of Trenton. I, I agree with that.
2: I learned that yesterday. What did he say to his men before they got in the boats to go?
0: He said, Trenton makes, the world takes. <laughs>
2: That's better than the punchline of that joke. So let's just keep
0: going. Okay, good. Well, I didn't. I don't know that joke. What is it? Oh, uh, get in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's like one of my favorite lines in Ace Ventura. If I'm not back in five minutes, wait longer. <laughs> All right, let's keep, All let's right. do this quiz. Keep going. We can just cut those, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that was the first one. The second one. George Washington had no children.
1: George Washington
0: had no children.
1: Um, I'm
3: gonna say that's.
0: That's false. Someone who went to George Washington University should know all these things. Yes, absolutely. That's the premise. Yeah, false, I'm, false.
3: So he didn't have any biological children. Um, he had two stepchildren.
1: She's exactly right. Wow. He married a widow. It was Martha? Yeah. was the person. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: and she had she had kids.
3: Yes, and wow. was very wealthy. Oh, oh, I hope that's not another question. I wrote.
1: Wow. I for yep. so far the American is more American than the Canadian.
0: Third one, uh, he was renowned at dancing, or as he called it,
1: the gentle conflict.
0: Oh,
2: man, that's that's
1: too so much.
0: I know, there's so much detail. I
2: know, I'm going to say that's true.
0: You're know,
2: you going true as well.
3: I'm going to probably say true, because I knew he was good at dancing. It's part of his like it's appeal.
0: True. And it was called the gentle conflict? The, the, actually, the gentler, he referred to it as the gentler conflict, as opposed to military battle, because oh. it's a very competitive space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which might give away the next one. At the time... Dance competitions were an annual event, but despite his claimed prowess, he only got to the Eastern Conference Championships one time ever. <laughs> Is that true or not? Um, In the, the whole story history of his franchise of dancing. Yes. Only one time got to the Eastern Conference Championships. I'm going to
1: say that's, that's false. I don't think there was Eastern Conference Championships. <laughs> <about> I'm <dancing. laughs> go with false as
0: yeah.
3: well. <laughs> I really wish this was true, but I think I also have to go with false.
0: That's false. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has only ever gotten to the Eastern Conference Championships once. Washington Capitals. Yeah. <laughs> they have Washington in their name. Yep. Yeah. Next one, is his favorite soup? Is his favorite food peanut soup? Peanut soup. I want Is I, George I, one of George Washington's favorite foods peanut
1: soup. I'm going to I'm going to say yes because I need someone to tell me what
2: peanut soup is. <laughs> I'm going to go with false just because I want to believe it's false. Okay.
3: I'm going to go with false because Martha Washington was famous for ham. So I'm going to probably guess his favorite food was ham.
0: It was true. Cream of <sighs> peanut soup was a Washington favorite. Is I that... thought you would assume it was false because I was doing a George Washington Carver kind of thing.
3: That's what I also thought too. But no. is,
0: is that wow. like a bowl of peanut butter? No, it's not peanut butter. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've never had peanut soup. Oh.
2: Just go home, put some peanuts in a pot. With maybe some it's milk.
0: like, boi- maybe it's the water just from
2: boiled
1: peanuts. I'm going to use the instant pot that I have. And I'm just going to put a bunch of peanuts in the instant pot.
2: And just see what happens. Peanut soup. I think you need to add some liquid.
3: Maybe just a little bit of liquid. Doesn't it sound terrible? It sounds absolutely horrible.
2: I mean, in that context, it sounds terrible. If, let's say you were at the Thai restaurant Mm -hmm. and they had a peanut related soup, you might be like, well, that could be okay. That's true. But when I'm picturing colonial people making peanut soup, I'm just picturing a big pot of peanuts (laughs) and broth (laughs) (laughs) and what broth though like you said cream of peanuts so i'm even more concerned that's why i thought peanut butter i thought that was reasonable
0: i'm just thinking warm milk
2: and peanuts Mm.
0: the next one did the marquis de lafayette who had his own college named after him just as george washington did Mm -hmm. did he give a key to george washington of the bastille oh that's a good question did he own a key to the bastille to give away um, Isn't it a nice combo bringing in the Lafayette I and Washington? I do like this question. I guess really, it's a lot it's of their detail. Whole biography it's a lot and of kind detail. of pulls together all the strands.
1: I think that because you're so proud of this question, it must be true. Otherwise, what's there to be proud of?
0: <laughs>
3: William?
2: I'm going to go with false.
1: Hmm.
3: I'm going to go with true. I know he definitely has a key. You can see it at his house, but I don't know who gave and it to him. And Simon, home.
2: where is his house? Valley Forge. <laughs> no.
1: <Washington>. Valley
0: Forge.
1: <laughs> the White House. Mount no. Vernon. Oh, no. Doesn't he live in the Washington Monument?
0: <laughs>
1: no.
2: Still to this day. To this day, yeah. If you listen closely, you can hear him. Swandering <laughs> <laughs> around going, where's my peanut soup? <laughs> it's
0: true. Okay. That is a cute... Key to the best deal
1: on nice. display at Mount Vernon. By the way, the, his home is not one of the questions on the citizenship test.
0: Oh, here's another Lafayette one. Mm. Ooh. It, it relates to Valley Forge. Mm. Did Washington arm wrestle the Marquis de Lafayette to pass time during their shared stay at Valley Forge? So I'm going to say false.
2: I'm going to go with true just because I like to disagree with Simon. Mm, I like
3: that. I'm going to go with false. I'm sure he was really busy and didn't arm wrestle.
0: It was false. But he was at Valley Forge with him. That's where they, hooked, they met up for the first time, 1777 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 7, 78. But they never, you know that they never arm wrestled. I don't know that they didn't. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's, we don't really know. Okay. But uh, it's Historians not a, this
3: sounds like you. a
2: year quiz.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can know, this is to Liam's point, uh, that I think their presumed arm wrestling relationship uh, led to the screenplay for Over the Top great great film one of the great films of the late 20th <laughs> yeah, century so good over the top mm-hmm. i hate you so much <laughs> <laughs> can we have you seen over the top amy no
3: i have not why no.
0: would you why would anybody it's really good it's just a terrible movie but but the, in the you're title a, you're a monster how many yeah. movies have somebody working out by driving their rig and just like lifting weights with their other hand because they're getting not shape, enough arm because arm people
2: are not that creative as that movie yeah
0: that, right?
3: that sounds very creative
0: all right, so we got two Marquis de Lafayette. We've satisfied our, our quota for the show, so we can stay, we can still record in the studio. Good. <sighs> a recording live from uh, WJRH on the campus of Lafayette College.
1: Beautiful Station Eastern Pennsylvania. Station check.
0: Um, did he, or did he not, hold the first skating games at Valley Forge that same winter to keep his troops content? Skating games. Yep, though his team lost despite having recruited a Captain Ovi as a ringer. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, definitely. Okay, hey, skating games now. That would have been cool, though. Oh, I'm sorry, your answer? <laughs> I'm going to go with false.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and false. That would have been cool, though.
0: Do yeah. we know if they. When did skating. When did the figures. When did ice skating start? Well, there's the just Norwegians? not. I,
2: I just don't think there's enough. My thought was that there's not enough water at Valley Forge. Like, where would they skate? There's not like a lake. Just get yeah. a hose. There's no lake Easy. anywhere.
0: There's no pond anywhere in Valley Forge. The whole. It's just no. famous because it was so cold. No, Can you I imagine if Amy so. had gone there? <laughs> no oh,
1: man she wouldn't be
0: around no. did you ever study that in school oh yeah and that wasn't even as um, that's you know in, in pennsylvania not boston and that's that should true. have led you to understand that it's very cold
3: well they didn't have shoes and, and jackets and stuff well, you I, didn't either. I, I don't know I you a, didn't either i had I a shoes know. and a windbreaker
2: it's I, as cold as here
0: well it's just famously cold during the valley forge okay campaign. well we could go there
2: now if you want and i
0: don't think there's a lake <sighs> it's august or a river there has to be a body of water that freezes. I don't. Maybe.
3: I think we should ask people so if listening. So you're
0: in Valley yeah. Forge. I've G-mails. been there a couple of times and
2: I don't la, remember la, any la, water.
0: Blah blah blah. Yeah, very and butter, Germany. All right. The next one. Did uh Did he grow hemp at Mount Vernon? I I believe that every
1: according to the, some of the websites I see, every founding father grew hemp.
3: What kind of websites are you going on? Exactly. And why?
2: Exactly. Well, hemp, hemp websites did you he grow hemp, hemp at hemp, Vernon? Hemp is like the. It's like weed, right? Is that what we're talking they about? Get, yeah, you get weed I from guess hemp. so. Yeah, that sounds right.
3: I, I guess I'm going to say false just to be different.
0: They were right. They were Although right. your impulse was correct, uh, their assertiveness. It's usually a tell that they're wrong. Yeah, they have no idea what they're talking about. Usually,
2: no. I've seen in this. this case, it was I've, true. I've oh, seen wow. these stoner memes again and again yep. about the founding fathers grew hemp, man. That's
0: that's what I meant. By it was a very sorry. common but didn't, fabric, but
2: they didn't smoke weed. No, right? they just like, so grew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was for like thread. Or All something. those memes want to suggest that because they s- grew hemp, weed is like super no, cool. Jefferson, but I think, was even exactly the same thing. More of a hemp grower. Yes. But Man, they used I'm, it for stuff like I'm hemp oil and ropes internet.
3: and all kinds of stuff. Aren't
0: you glad I'm not even asking like the wooden dentures, did he lie, cherry tree kind of questions? That's good. I yeah, these are, those. these are good ones. These are, all right. I got one more. Okay. Wait, is there a wooden
2: dentures one though?
0: Oh, did he have wooden dentures?
2: Yes.
1: I, I thought that was a, people thought that was true, but it's actually not. That's false.
3: I'm going to go with yes.
0: It was false. People thought it was true, but it's actually not. So it's, one of, no the myths. it's mm-hmm. one of the myths. Yeah, He did not chop down a cherry tree and said, I did it, and I cannot tell a lie. That's a myth.
2: Yeah, that was Jesus. People get that confused. <laughs> right.
0: Love cherries. <laughs> Jesus Rodriguez. He just lives down on 12th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the last one. After his second administration, he was part of the last team to be swept in the Stanley Cup finals.
1: Stanley Cup, I think, started in
2: 1896.
0: So... Wait. Maybe maybe part of the last team to be
1: swept well. 4-0 to the Red Wings. Um, this is tough. Amy's a big Washington Capitals fan, and you're giving her bad memories. And I don't think that's a nice way to treat a guest. But that's just my opinion. I'm going to say false.
2: False, I guess. Whatever.
3: <laughs> Glad you're really invested in this quiz. When
0: sports comes
2: up, I just
3: have to check mm-hmm. out. Ah, uh, False
0: it's so false although the capitals of course are the last team to be swept in the Stanley Cup finals. They've had a they've had a the hard only time, time they were ever in it. They've had a hard time of it. Uh what you had a question? I always have a question
1: and I bet you're prepared for it. Oh, yes. Okay, and the question is not is it Friday or Sunday today. Oh, the yeah. question is do you prefer Friday or Sunday?
3: I prefer Fridays.
1: You're you and you've always been a Friday person. Always been a Friday person. We'd like to hear your reasons. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: Because, you know, Sundays, I know you wake up and it seems great. Mm-hmm. But then once you hit past noon, you get the Sunday scaries. Yep. Yeah. Sunday scaries. Oh. Ooh, that's it's a new. real thing.
1: It is. It's a re- it's a real thing. We yeah. can have that to our right up I have <laughs> it right now. Mm-hmm. You have the Sunday <laughs> scaries right now.
2: So anxious. Oh, I'm sorry, man.
1: <laughs> I also, do you prefer May or August as a month of the year? It's June or August. No, it's May or June. Everybody loves June. Everybody's off in June. And July. June and July are the Saturday okay. of, of months. Find. may for for people who work in education mm-hmm. may is the friday of months because people are still working i just don't
0: think you're gonna find anybody who's gonna say they prefer august really yeah
1: over may yeah uh,
0: may you have the longest amount of time before you, you have to teach again
1: well friday you have the longest amount of time before you have to teach again too no not the <laughs> longest <laughs> no anyway that's why i prefer friday may or august may yeah.
3: why Um, yeah, because you're wrapping up the end of the year, and you're almost done, and the weather's much nicer, right? August is
0: hot. May is just a golden month.
3: It's
1: luxurious. There's no pressure. It's a new quest for me to find someone who prefers August to May.
3: I'm sure you can find this person. I think I
1: can.
0: I don't think the Friday-Sunday question is necessarily we can disaggregate... Academics. Uh, use that. Yeah, I, I like that. Disaggregate academics from non-academics. That's true. Like, I don't know if that's really going to be different. Yeah. I think for the May-August one, you have to have academics. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say
2: non-academics might choose August, mm-hmm. especially in Justin certain did. parts of the country, August is like time off time. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. when I was working in Philly, you just didn't get emails back in August. Like, August is like, I'm down the shore. Mm-hmm. I'm not working don't contact me and all of a sudden september 1st is suddenly you get re- people are suddenly back in the city mm-hmm. so i think it'd be different
0: amy can i ask a, an additional question before oh god i in yours no. oh yeah please yeah. Uh, would you accept that the word storage more or less rhymes with orange sure thank no.
1: you, no, oh, no. Thank you. No. wrong answer Thank you. Anyway, are you saying that because you thought that that's the, what no, Ben wanted saying to hear? That.
3: No, I'm saying if you were writing adult. a poem right now and you're trying to get storage to rhyme with orange, I'd give it to you.
2: Thank you. Suddenly I understand why neither one of you went into English. <laughs>
3: Jeez. This is also true.
2: Hmm. We're both writers. That's true. She's writing paper. She's
1: doing research. Have you ever used the word orange in any of your publications?
3: No. You're, you're pretty sure of that? Yeah, I am.
1: So if I made a word cloud, it'd be no orange. No orange.
3: Storage,
0: but, but you could, no
3: uh, storage either. Porridge, yeah, porridge. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> porridge has come up. Okay, well, does it come
0: up a lot in British economics?
3: <laughs> it might.
0: <laughs> Was Keynes originally mainly interested in porridge?
3: That could have been one of the things in the CPI basket for him. Yeah, sure. That's right.
0: Can you? Uh, I I only have like a vague understanding of Keynesianism. But you, I'm assuming you have a much stronger one. Do you? Like I,
3: I hope so. Yeah. But, uh, okay, hope so, so can too. I
0: check my, my very shallow understanding just to see if it's the right sense? Okay. My understanding is, like you were talking about cyclical patterns mm-hmm. of boom and bust cycles. And I studied the late 1800s in my work. And I'm not an economic historian, but uh, it certainly comes up a lot that you have this almost regular pattern of boom and bust cycles. And because they were so regular throughout the 19th century, people assumed just – chill out, and then by the Great Depression, Keynes is like, yeah, this is just so screwed out of whack. This is so beyond anything that your claims of just let it go could account for that we actually have to do something. Yep. So is that more or less? Yeah, that's more
3: or less. So the first part what you're saying, that's what we call classical economics. Okay. And that's that, you know, just wait, you know, eventually we'll go back to equilibrium, just you know, wait it out, wait the bad part out. And Keynesian was basically saying that actually we could spend a really long time out of equilibrium. And so we can maybe get policy to work like a fine tuned machine and just have recessions go away forever.
1: I if Keynes had a daughter, he would have <laughs> would. named her Candace because then they could call her Candy Keynes. That's my <laughs> that's your contribution. Yeah.
0: My, my contribution was okay. i worry this would probably be better for vbb politics fridays mm-hmm. but i worry for there's like an, an, an analogy to be had that uh i think a lot of uh, political conversations are you know what swings left it swings right go republican president democratic president the congress moves one way then it moves back the other way now we're in this new trumpian moment where i don't know if it's kind of like this is an, analogous to keynes's observation like this is too anomalous. Like it's, it's this cycle is broken now, right now here in the late teens of the 21st century. And we have to do something else. We need a new theory to explain the political future. Has anyone asked him what he thinks?
2: Keynes, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned because I keep confusing him with the guy who studied sexuality and had like the scale of Kinsey. Kinsey. Yeah, Kinsey. yeah. 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 Every time he comes up, I'm like, what does this have to John, do with John so Masters of, of sex.
1: John Maynard Kinsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: those are two very different people.
2: No, no. I, I,
3: I, have, have
2: you ever seen them in the same room
1: together though?
3: Ooh. That's what I'm How do we not know?
1: Uh and candy canes, is that are we just gonna <laughs> <laughs> go over that? Candy canes. Right? That's funny. That's super funny. Oh god. Does well, anyone does anyone talk about that when they actually research?
3: No, candy? no. That has never come up in all the times I've taught canes. Do you want to use
1: that? At a conference oh, or a professional society? I'm, I'm going to try to, give to bring him this credit, in though. some way.
3: I, I, well, <laughs> you'll be at the bottom of my thinking.
0: We don't. <laughs> further, for, on the topic of candy canes and other candies, yeah. what do you think about black licorice? Oh, yeah. That's Ugh. true. It's the worst. Thank you. Perfect. All right. We're back in equilibrium. The we've model, got the correct answer. The model works.
1: Friday yes. hatred that's of black correct licorice. correct model.
0: We always knew this. <laughs> Comes right back to everything. I feel that's like people thing. aren't reading our papers on this that we've published. Right. Two papers so far. Five thousand answers isn't us making this up. Like no. it's it's a two to one ratio. What <laughs> was it? The platinum ratio? Yeah, but that's 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 the number of people that prefer Friday to Sunday. But there is a significant. But I thought it mapped on really well with the uh, black licorice.
1: Yeah, it, it you're does.
0: the statistician. I trusted you. There's there's chi squares. Are you balking? You
1: wouldn't understand that. Well, I wanted to thank uh, Amy Geisinger for being our guest Did you? today.
0: Did she have any questions for oh, us? Oh,
1: do you have any questions for us? Did I'm you sorry. come with
0: any questions? Are any concerns, anything you needed to share? Yeah. Oh,
3: man, I didn't know I can ask questions. Oh,
0: gosh. We always forget to ask people. We do. Uh, well, you're not prepared then. We like to think it's as much your show as it is ours. Really? I don't like to think that. Can
1: we talk about <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't,
0: don't agree with that at all.
1: Um, what are you teaching in the fall?
3: Um, I am teaching two sections of intermediate macro.
1: Okay. So students listening to this right now, it's too late for you to get in the class, probably. Probably. Okay. What are you yep. teaching in the spring? Do you know yet?
3: Uh, two sections of econometrics and a new class.
1: Oh, which one?
3: So I will be a forecasting class.
1: And once they finish this class, they will be able to look into the future.
3: It's a liberal arts college. We have to, they have to find out on their own. It's
0: discovery. It's all about discovery.
1: Well... If you want to discover us on Twitter, you can <laughs> follow us at some later date. You're
0: trying to lose listeners you by the
1: minute. <laughs> email us at variousbreadsandbutter's com. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify. Um, follow me on Instagram. Great Instagram. Um, and uh, what are the addresses for any of these things? I don't know. Just 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 Google, Google man. Just Google, just it, Google man. it. Just Google it, man. Um, our producer Liam has. Eighteen podcasts now? Uh, it's too many. Too it's many, too many So so what do you give me your top three podcasts that you are you either produce
2: or are a part of? Oh, I mean just go to Cinepunks.com. Cinepunks.com. with an X and uh <laughs> with, an X, with an X. That's true. Mm-hmm. The proper spelling. Um and you can also find us on the you know social medias of various types. Uh, and then um you could also check out uh, Eric Roberts is the man. Mm-hmm. Because he is Eric Roberts sure. checked it out. He did. He wants a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. So I think we're good.
0: I think we are good. Our thanks, Annie. Yep. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having me. Headphones on. Headphones off. Of
2: our, street, our house in the middle of a, our house, it has a crowd. There's always something happening, and it's usually right now. My mum, she's so house proud.
0: The real question I have the one strap backpack two strap backpack preference it changed in my life
2: so so the one strap you're referring to a messenger pack
0: no a backpack where you just wear over one shoulder oh I see so when I was younger that was the de facto style and you were a loser if you had both straps on and that changed you know uh, into adulthood where now it's just sort of standard where you wear two straps because Mm -hmm. that makes sense and it was stupid why would you pick on people balance the weight and I'm I'm fine with that either way like it was okay that was a fair transition Mm -hmm. historically do you either of you know when the sock color because wearing a backpack on one shoulder was cool the way wearing white socks were cool wearing it on two shoulders was lame the way wearing dark socks was lame and now all the kids wear black socks with sandals and black socks with sneakers and that's a wholesale transformation
2: is this a new character you're working on called old man yeah yeah do you have a monologue about yelling at clouds or...
0: I have no problem with it, but how have you you haven't observed this? It doesn't um, bother me.
2: I don't care. Okay. I can
0: get on board. You would get picked on if you were wearing no, dark the, socks if you were like 12.
2: I don't remember anything about socks. I, I remember the backpack thing very clearly, that everyone wore it on one shoulder. It was definitely considered more cool to do it on one shoulder, but the sock thing? I don't remember that at all.
1: The thing I remember about backpacks was that um, there was a time when women used backpacks as purses. And the smaller they were, are you just gonna go to a swingers
2: reference? We're talking about the mini backpack. Mini, you're like, talking about really swingers. Well,
0: I'm not talking about swingers. They also referenced That's it. That's the only time it ever happened. Wait, what are you talking about? The yeah. scene when the girls, uh, he's. Uh, no, no,
2: no. Yeah, okay. It happened in Swingers because it was significant cultural phenomena right, happening
0: yeah. all over the country. Yeah, John no. Favreau is a. Is a what
2: do you mean good...
0: no? Do you guys also think that swing became popular before Swingers? Big bad, voodoo daddy. Voodoo daddy was born like just on the set of swingers there was no such thing before then
2: no 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 no. what happened was third wave ska was a thing and people just had a hunger for for saxophones and trumpets all of a sudden and swing was able to move into that space all of a sudden
1: you don't don't get my sarcasm uh no what wait what is this
2: no i want you to stick to this so i can so i can get more
1: into the history of third wave ska (laughs) careless whisper came out before third third wave ska
2: careless whisper
1: yeah the, the saxophone song. Yeah. didn't that start the saxophone s- you seem to imply that that the saxophone okay no ska. no okay
2: you're right um sax i should have maybe left out but Thank certainly you. trombones yes yes 100 youth were not cool with trombones until third wave well weren't cool again with trombones until third wave
0: i ska. would argue that what it wave was wave second ska ska?
2: right but then it went away for a while name one ska band how oh. Mighty, Mighty
0: Boss That would be third wave. Brian, Mighty Boss is,
2: is the Brian Setzer Orchestra? No, I would say the Brian Setzer Orchestra was was part of the association of ska with swing dancing, oh. because they had that whole rockabilly swing feel, but they were around during Jesus the second Christ. wave, which would be the specials in Madness. Who doesn't know about the specials in Madness? Get out of my face.
0: All three of us. Really? Do you
2: really not know about the specials in Madness? I have
0: no idea what the hell you're talking about. Madness?
2: Our house in the middle oh, of our street? what's oh, the yeah.
0: specials in Madness? The Specials is
2: another band from that time that oh, was just as popular. I, thought,
0: I know Madness. Yeah, so The
2: Specials and it Madness. It took me
0: fifteen years to realize that their house was not actually on the road. I thought it was in like on the road in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I couldn't picture it in my head that you know a block could have like ten houses in it, and there's like, the a <laughs> fifth one in. I, I'm not even joking. To I drive just it around you've it. You've talked
2: about this on the podcast before, and I yeah. was as confused then as I am now.
0: I pictured that it was in the middle of the of the pavement. What does
2: the name
1: Ska come from? I just want to know that one thing.
2: I literally have no idea.
1: Okay, so if, if you're out there and you know what the name Ska means, email us at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com <laughs> or tweet us at some later date. Or look it up on Wikipedia. Interesting
0: counterpoint. There are yeah. no words that rhyme with Ska.
1: Ora, ora. Ora? <laughs> ora? Stora? Spa? Yeah. That's that's a new segment. We're just gonna have words that <laughs> rhyme with other words. Right schemes.